This podcast is brought to you by Amazon.com. That's right. If you want to help support this show and support all the science and the engineering and all the crazy stuff we're going to be doing here, the best way to do that right now is to go to Amazon.com. And you do that by going to either the link that's on this episode's page or that's on the homepage at todayinspace.net slash home. And you click on that link and just shop. I mean, listen, we all use Amazon. It's amazing. And you can get whatever the heck you want. So uh, whatever you want to get with the holidays coming up, whatever you're doing, just click on that link, shop, and a little bit of it comes back to me and the podcast. And we get to do a lot more fun stuff. So go do it. (laughs) Without further ado, let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to Today in Space. That's right. We're back. Here's another episode, and it's November 12th, 2015. You know what that means? Do you know what that means? That means that a year ago, I decided to take the step to make this show an actual show, to to try and make a science show that was funny. I mean... It, it, it seemed like an impossible thing, but it started off on Facebook, a few posts here or there, talking about some stuff that I just decided to look up, and people liked it. People were like, hey, you know, I really like your post, I learned something, and I was like, oh, well, maybe maybe I can do this, and it started off as a, a segment on a podcast I did with my friend, Mike Small, who will be on the show eventually here, started off as a segment, because, I don't know, I guess I didn't think it could be a show, and then... A bunch life happens, you know, and and I was given the opportunity to jump in and really spend time to try and figure out what this show is going to become, figure out how I was going to get this done, and going back to school to go finish my degree gave me that opportunity, and now we're here a year later, and I can't believe that I'm still here doing this. I mean, I can't believe it's been a year. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, so much has happened in in this last year. I mean, I I, I started I started the show, you know, made made like I said a segment on another podcast into its own show. Um, we've got uh, so many things. I I was invited to a NASA social event that I then brought back to you guys. The Pluto New Horizons stuff. We. We, we followed Pluto. We followed the whole mission through Pluto. We're still following all that stuff that happened. Um, I got my 3D printer up and running, and now I'm sharing that with you guys. You know, I'm, I'm literally holding in my hand something that I printed, <laughs> like, a few weeks ago. That, I mean, it, like, you hear that? Like, that's, I, I, I did that. You know, it's, it's incredible. Now I get to share something freaking amazing, like 3D printing, which is the future with all of you. Um, you know, I've matured so much as a, as a person, and, and part of the reason I, I wanted to, to do a podcast and to do something that's 
a conversation with with potentially the world with people out there is I wanted to work on my craft. I wanted to get better. You know, what what better thing for uh, an engineer to do but to learn how to communicate, right? How to, how to take what's in my head and be able to give it to you and present it to you in a way that you can understand. And then to top it off, try and add some, some humor, like... And, and try and make it fun and interesting. I mean, you're not going to get everything I say. And I'm sure there's times you're like, what the fuck did he just say? But, you know, I'm, I'm out here trying and I'm, I'm giving it to you all the time. I, I, when I started the show, I was a man obsessed. I was like, I got to make this work. It's got to get done. And I was driving myself insane with, with, with a schedule that I created no nobody was asking for them I, I i i looked back and like i literally released like a show like every other day i mean that's lunacy who's who's gonna and they were like long shows too they were like 25 minute shows it's like how are you it's like how are you gonna make this work so it was it was a lot of learning i mean now i've commit we've committed to a day every week that it comes out and that was a huge step that was a that was a lot of hard work to get it to that point, you know. We've got the the website, which looks great, which is a, it's it's constantly being worked on. But what it comes down to, if you're asking, if if you want to do something like this, or 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 if if you're just out there thinking I want to do something too, it comes down to commitment, and it comes down to hard work, and it comes down to believing in something. I mean. You know, for me, I, I believe in the space program and I believe in us traveling and living and, and being in space. I, I, I believe it's something that has to be done. And it's, you know, it's, it's tough to be the space guy when, you know, there's some miserable people out there right now. And, oh, why would, why would you want to go into space when we've got all these things happening down here? And I think it's a very closed-minded view. I, I think you don't understand what going into space does. I mean, when we went into space was one of the darkest hours in, in our country's history. It was. I mean, we, we took a technology that was potentially going to destroy the world and we ended up finding out about the world and about the universe and realizing, oh my God, we're... It's not just this one planet, it's it's a whole universe and and then we we got people, human beings to be up there when they shouldn't be there. And we did all that. And all the things that have have we've talked about on the show, all the things that have, have been brought back, the science, the things that we learn have helped promote things in such a way that it's incredible when you think about it. And I think we've only just begun with that kind of stuff. You know, we talk about it all the time on the show, going to Mars, right? Going to Mars is 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 the next step. It's our it's our moon. It's our it's our humans stepping foot on the moon. And recently we've seen a really, really big push for that. And it's really incredible. And in in the upcoming shows here, we're gonna be talking about that. We're gonna be talking about what the actual plan is and kind of touching on it. We're not going to get too science heavy, just just enough to 
kind of wet your teeth with it and kind of get an idea. And if you want to learn more, it's out there. It's up. But I'll I'll give you my spin on it. And all those people that are involved with it are they do it because they believe in the same thing and because they have a dedication and hard work. And going into space isn't going to happen unless there's a commitment. Unless people believe that we can actually, that, that they believe in, 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 in the cause. And they have to have a hard work ethic. And there's a lot of people who don't have that. And, it, and you know, it's, it's like a daily thing. It's like, it's like, yeah, I could get bummed out that not everybody's liking my pose. But that's not the point of this. That was never the point of a show like this. Why, if, if that was the point of this, if that was the point of this show... Why the hell would I niche myself in something so specific, in something that has such a, a connotation of nerd and a connotation of, you know, oh, I, you know, just science in general. Look how much people cringe whenever the word science comes up. Never mind space science. You know, what's the term? Oh, you know, well, it's not rocket science, right? Oh, people don't even think that they can get into it because it's so... They're like, they get, they get scared. That was not the point of this. The point of this was to, to get the word out there, and if someone's out there that wants to learn, this is out there for you. It's, it's a stepping stone. It's a, it's a way to get you into this stuff. And actually, this past week, it, it's been incredible. I, I, I did an episode, something like that happened. I did an episode, I think it was episode 34, where NASA released... The episode, uh, <laughs> no, uh, I can't talk. It's been a long day at work, people. Hold on. I released an episode when NASA, there was all these reports about did NASA create a warp drive? And that's really the content that I really go after. It's, 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 and that's how it's always started is my friends online, uh, I, I see something online that is space related. I go and do my research or people ask me about it. I go do research. And I bring back what I find to you guys. And I try and make it understandable and fun. You know, in one of those episodes, the warp drive, warp engines, and warp bubbles. Or I don't remember how, I, how the title is, but I'll have it attached to this episode. Another, uh, something else happened this week with that. Another warp drive um, success or whatever. It hit the internet, right? So... My the website's been hit up a whole bunch of times for that episode, and that that's the that's what this show I, I wanted this show to do is that, you know I don't really expect everybody to come back to the show every week, but it's there if you want it, and that's and my commitment is to do that constantly so that you will have a place to come if you want to listen to science, and you want to talk about space. You want to hear someone talk about some crazy shit that you've never heard before. That's what we're here for. And I'm very excited to be here a year later speaking to all of you and, and that you're listening. I mean, that's, that's, that's huge. That's amazing. Um, but we're doing it, you know. And, and if you have any ideas of any shows or any topics, something crazy, something online you heard that you want researched or you want someone to talk about, hit me up. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on the Facebook page uh, or the email address. Come to todayinspace.net. You can get in touch with me there. 
you know, all my stuff is there. So if, if you want to, if you want more, or if you want something specific, just hit me up, guys. I, I'm more than willing to go the extra distance for you guys. Whether I have a job, whether it gets busy, doesn't matter. This show is, is, is committed. So I got you. When I talk about space, we'll do it. Speaking of space, let's get into uh, some pretty cool stuff that happened this week. Last week, actually on November 6th, or at least the article states November 7th, uh, people in the West Coast, specifically in this article, in San Diego's Night Sky, were flipping their shit because they saw some mysterious, crazy-looking light in the sky, and nobody could figure out what the hell it was. Um, streak of light, plume of what looked like gas, um, people were thinking it was a nuclear bomb, it was a missile, or, or something that was going to hurt them, uh, or maybe aliens. Um, what it actually turned out to be, from what, the f- what reporters seem to show, is that it was a Trident II missile test that uh, was sent off by the Navy. Uh, and the test it was part of a, as it says here in the article, a scheduled ongoing system evaluation test. And that was from Commander Ryan Perry with the Navy's 3rd Fleet. Um, and they said that the launches are conducted on a frequent, recurring basis to ensure the continued reliability of the system. Uh, it's quoted as, each test activity provides valuable information about our systems, thus contributing to assurance and our capability. So basically, they're launching off these Trident II missiles to make sure that <laughs> they still work. Uh, I mean, makes sense, but yeah, why the hell would anyone, <laughs> you know, you know, it, it just looks crazy. You can see it in the article and the video that's in, involved in it. It does look kind of weird, but... Um, needless to say, people freaked the fuck out, and, um, uh, it was definitely fun watching that explode online. Uh, for me, I had people to go to, uh, online who were, who were actively seeking out the answer. They found it pretty quickly, so, uh, it's good to know smart people online, so you don't get caught thinking we're being invaded by aliens, or worse, a nuclear bomb is dropping on us, and you're just trying to have a nice night. On November 10th, SpaceX released uh, a video of the Super Draco engines, uh, and it was a test fire. So basically, they load the engines in and test fire and make sure that these uh, Super Draco engines, eight of them, that will be built into the side of the Dragon capsule, that they produce the appropriate 120,000 pounds of axial thrust to help carry astronauts to safety once the crew dragon starts doing that. Because the whole idea, if you guys remember the the abort test, is let's say something like we've seen in the last year happens, where the rocket, something goes wrong, got to abort the mission and save the astronauts on board. These Super Draco engines will be launching the astronauts safely and fastly, is that a word? It is now. Away from the rocket so that they're unharmed and that they can get away to safety in case something does go wrong. And, I mean, it's it's a short video. It's 22 seconds. But, I mean, you just watch. 
and you're just like, oh my god, like this is crazy, and it's kind of cool actually. Uh, I can't tell if if you look at the video, it almost looks like there's like a sequence that they're doing, like they're almost testing each. It looks like there's two plumes from the engine, so I guess there's two Super Draco engines on that side that they're testing, and it looks like they're kind of fluctuating the uh, the thrust to see if I don't know. That's my guess. I, I, I don't work at SpaceX, so I, I can't tell you specifically, but it looks like they were actually like controlling uh, the rocket just from the, uh, the shock diamonds that were coming out from the rocket. Yes, I know shock diamonds. You probably don't know what that is. Um, I'm not even sure I could explain it, but I've learned about it. Either way, it's a really cool video. It's 20 seconds, guys. It's really just a cool thing to watch, and it's science that's being done that's you're going to see in the future here i mean there's no doubt about it so it's cool to get up on it now early uh so you can be ahead of the game and now let's let's go back to some 3d printing i know i've been talking about it a lot in the last month because really i've been super pumped and quite frankly obsessed with 3d printing since i finally got my 3d printer to do its first print uh it's it really is amazing, and you know, I've talked a little bit about it. You know, I kind of took the uh, do-it-yourself route. I bought a printer that I put together from scratch, um, basically sent me all the parts and the instructions, and I put it together. Um, and it took me a little while to figure it out, uh, and it's definitely the harder route, but you learn a little bit more. Um, but there's there's really a lot out there now. Like, you don't have to take that route. If you're like, ah, dude, I don't have the time... Like, or I, I, like, I'm scared to mess with all that stuff. I, I think I'm going to mess it up. I mean, I, I, I would say do it, but if, if you are going to go that route, there's plenty of printers out there that require little to no maintenance, at least it seems. Um, you know, you, you buy it, it's pre-assembled, and you plug it in, and you start using it, basically. And then, you know, the next step is, you know, oh, well, man, I, I don't know how to design something. I don't know. I don't have 3d software i don't like where what would i do how can i do that like i'm like how am i going to print anything well uh there's a ton of stuff out there i mean there's basically a whole social network of 3d designers and people that put up designs that you can just download and throw into a printer so you don't even need to be a designer to have a 3d printer like you don't have to make your own stuff just to do that. And it's really cool. I mean, there's tons of them out there. There's MakerBot's Thingiverse. I mean, it's just Thingiverse.com. T-H-I-N-G-I-V-E-R-S-E.com. There's also GrabCAD, which is uh, very good as well. I mean, there's so many. I really don't have the time to go over them. But you can go on there and download and, and build stuff that people have already made. Uh, and it's it's really, I mean, it's, that's why, I, like, even though it's amazing that I'm doing it myself, and it really is incredible that I've gotten to this point, I'm really not breaking any ground here. I mean, there's thousands of people who have already done this, and not only that, are pretty well-renowned in the 3D printing world, or just the open source 3D file world. You know, people download their files all the time. Um, it's a little weird. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like what MP3s did to music, but with the 3D design world, there was never CDs or vinyls, so it just started online. So, 
it's uh, there's a huge, and I think for the most part, it's it's an open source world. So you don't have to buy it. Um, you can just download it. Um, but you know, you're you are accepting a few things. You are accepting the fact that you know um, you're taking their design as is. Um, you know, if it doesn't work, or you know, you, it's not like buying something from a company where you know the company's gone through all the all the steps to make sure it's safe and all that stuff. And I know it's not something you know most people want to talk about, but it's true. You are taking into your own hands somebody else's product and trusting. I guess you shouldn't, but you could be just accidentally trusting that it's going to be fine. Um, so. If you do take that route, um, just bear in mind that you are, you know, just taking something offline. It's like it's like opening an email. You don't know who it's from, you know. Don't just jump on it. <laughs> Be careful and just take a look at it and and don't don't just give a present. Don't print something out and give it to somebody. Uh, make sure you take a look at it. And make sure it's safe. <laughs> it is the internet after all. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, without turning you away from it is if you do want to get it if you do want to 3d print but you don't have the time to build a printer like i did or to design like i am you have the option to buy a print a printer already set up ready to go out of the box and you can start downloading stuff online that is possible so go out there if you're interested and do it there's plenty of 3d printers out in the market that you know if you especially on the hobby side you don't even have to spend a thousand dollars to get a very good printer and just start having fun right away so to close out uh let's just talk about more about just uh, I, uh, when i started recording this episode I, I i talked about all the stuff we've done this year and i totally forgot some amazing things that's happened in, in just a year i mean it, we I, I i've invited some of my closest friends and 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 some of the most interesting people that I know on the show, and we've talked about space business, we've talked about some of the most crazy space sex, we've talked about uh, just some crazy concepts that you really wouldn't hear from another show, or just in regular conversation on a daily basis. Uh, me and my friend John recorded, produced, and released a song, our first song that we'd ever done before. I mean, and it's available for download on pretty much every device, even on, in the space store in <laughs> on the website. Like, that's a major accomplishment. And we did that all in under a year. I mean, it, it's just, it's amazing what you can do when you finally commit yourself to something. And I'll be completely honest. I spent pretty much my entire early 20s trying different things i tried to make an app you know this big time app that that would have been great uh, you know i could have paid off my you know my my college loans and you know and 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 been rich and famous and blah 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 um you know and i've tried i've tried so many things that i thought were were it that that was the thing I was gonna do, and I think the key word I just said there was thought, 
because with this, there really wasn't any thinking. It was, this is happening. I'm doing this. I'm making the show, and I'll figure all the other stuff out on the way. And that's what this first year, that's what year one has been, is, is figuring out what I'm doing. But regardless of what I'm going to do, I'm going to figure it out on the way. And that took me saying, I'm committed. I'm doing this. And I talk to some people sometimes and, you know, I, I don't, you know, it's something I bring up to a few people. You know, I, I don't brag about it, but, you know, I do bring it up. Yes, I do a podcast because it's good. You got to promote yourself, you know, and some people don't really understand. I, I wouldn't expect them to, but they really don't understand, like, <laughs> that they don't understand how committed I am to the show. They're kind of like, well, you know, oh, it's going to be hard now, you know. You know, I don't, I don't know if you're going to be able to do it anymore. And it's like, no, that's, no, this is going to happen every week. <laughs> Thursday nights, 8 p.m., even if it's a little late or even if it's a day late, it's happening every week. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. Um, I didn't understand that for a while. You know, uh, it took me two years of podcasting just to get to that point where I could say, all right, I'm doing this, you know, um, it's really interesting and, and, and just more stuff that's coming into my head that we've done over the years. I've, I've been able to find, uh, a few radio stations and some people that I know and go on their shows and talk about science talk about space. I mean, this is what I set out to do and I'm 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 doing it. I'm very proud and I'm very happy that you're all here with me. Um and I want to end the show and go back to the beginning. So we can see how far it's come. We're going to go back to the first episode which perfectly fits because it is exactly a year ago when the European Space Agency landed on the comet 67P, I'm going to butcher the name, so we'll just call it 67P. They landed the fillet lander from the Rosetta spacecraft onto this comet. It's the first time it's ever been done by humans and robots. And we landed on this comet, and right now, I am holding a 3D printed version of that comet in my hands, that was taken by that satellite. And they gave it to the public, and I was able to 3D print it, and I have it in my hands. I mean, how crazy is that? And all of that wouldn't have happened unless I had a hard work ethic and commitment. We wouldn't have gotten to the comet, wouldn't have landed on the comet, and I wouldn't be holding the comet in my hand unless that happened. So let's go back and enjoy where we've come from, where I've come from.
from a year ago. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll be back next week, hopefully with uh, a guest on the show. We're gonna we're gonna get back to it. I want to take today to really sit down and 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 think about all this this cool stuff. You know, I don't really get to talk to many people, but I want to talk about it with you guys. So thanks again for listening, and we'll be back next week for another episode of Today in Space. Back then in space. So the comet itself, um, in uh, on, on ESA's website, they call it a bizarre double-lobed object. Um, but for a lot of people, it just kind of looked like a rubber duck, especially when it was far away. Um, I think it still looks like that. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy to see um, that the other space agencies are, are really, you know, getting into some, some stuff that really nobody else has got, got into yet. Uh, something nobody, no one has ever done before landing on a comet. Um, it's really cool. So we've got, so we, you know, the Canadian space agency agency, um, it does a lot of science projects. You've got NASA, you've got the ESA, European space agency. Um, then you've got organizations like SpaceX, Virgin Galactic, which is in a different league, but um, then you've got um, Orbital Communications, Orbcom, um, or just Orbital. I'm not sure which one they are, um, but all they're all. This is a, this is a space race that's going on. I mean, this one was ten years in the making, um, but it's it's very cool, especially from. I mean, this is this is the industry that I, I love to work in. So. Um, to see all this stuff happen for me, this is, this is the, as good as it gets, um, to be able to, on this little tiny phone, that's essentially a computer. I can just live feed a launch at any time on the planet, um, or in the universe and watch it right there, right in, in a, in a, a nice leather couch with a, uh, a glass of wine to my left and, uh, Something to snack on on my right. It's a beautiful thing. No, I, that's really not how I watch launches. That'd be nice, though. That'd be nice. I really don't have a set like, like, these are the things I'm going to do when I watch a launch. Usually it's like I'm on the road and it's like, oh, crap, I totally forgot. <laughs> so then I'm, I'm trying to find some place to pull over, plug it in, and then, you know, at least just listen to the, uh, the feed 